0: hello farmers of south africa it's your legal buddha macy here and it's our third episode of the buddha macy podcast thank you so much for listening to the previous episodes i have enjoyed interacting with you on our social media pages we are on facebook we are on instagram we are on twitter and we are on youtube and actually if you go on our facebook you'll see that we just had um a webinar for the first time trying new things in this COVID-19 time Um, and it was all about water And and that is what I'm going to chat to you about today. And basically, it's just going through this new act that we have to deal with. There's a lot of confusion out there about what does this act say? What is different about this act compared to what was happening before this act came into play? And that's what I'm going to give you information about today. I'm going to touch on a few points about the act. It's quite an extensive act. It was um, enacted in 1998, so it's a relatively new act and it replaces all other acts and all other legislation when it comes to water rights. So the foundation of the act obviously is based on the fact that there is no water in South Africa, we're a water-scarce country and there is a need to protect all water resources in the country. Um, They also want to make sure that we have an equitable sharing of water so it's fair for everybody um, when they use the water and they're using it properly, efficiently, and it benefits the whole country. Today, obviously, we're talking about agriculture, so I'll be talking more on the irrigation side of water rights and not talking about um, other uses that other industries might be into so let's talk generally about the consequences of the of this new act and the new act by the way is called the national water act 36 of 1998 and um it has a few consequences basically you don't own your water anymore water has been nationalized and what that means is that it is treated the same as gold platinum any natural resource of this country that belongs to the government and now that includes water um that you you now have to ask permission to use the water and in a practical way that means that if you have a farm that has a river in it and you just bought it and you're excited that it has a river running through it which means you have lots of water not necessarily you do not have that water until you have applied to the department of water and sanitation for a water use license so that's the the biggest thing and i think the biggest impact for farmers at the moment to know that they don't own the water it's not there it's just because it's in front of them and they can't use it we could go into the debate about whether or not people are using water anyway it is the case people are using it but it's illegal um, and i really would advise against using water that you don't have a water use license for so right so that's out the way now we know the consequences um, of this act and what this act means so how do you apply for a water use license so you apply for a water use license by going to um, the department's portal. It's called eWoolas, and what it is, is an online portal where you will go and you will put in all your details, who you are, what your company's name is, your farm's name, the location, what you're gonna use the water for, what is your business about, and how much water that you, um, you are applying for. Once you've done that, the next part is doing something called a section 27 motivation. And this is, this is very important, so you have to pay attention to this one. The Section 27 motivation requires you to motivate why you need new water rights. One of the first things that they ask is, what have you done as a farmer to redress the past? So what does that mean? What have you done in terms of racial discrimination and gender discrimination within the agricultural sector to redress the past and say that you are more compliant than than other than other people and therefore you deserve the water rights this is a tough one for farmers obviously because a lot of farmers are not necessarily be compliant maybe that you don't have to there's no need for you to be be compliant but in terms of this new act if you want new water rights you kind of have to work on your compliance and make sure that you are a little bit um more compliant than usual in order to get water rights how would you do this look there's many ways you can focus on your scorecard and make sure that you've got a good scorecard and a a good be rating you could fix the gender discrimination part of it by making sure that you hire more women than you do men so you you are introducing women into the sector and remember that the premise of all of this the foundation of all of this is obviously and making space for new entrants into the agricultural sector. So you need to be doing your part and this act is basically forcing you um, to do your part if you're going to try and get um, new water rights. So that's something that you need to to keep in mind about this act that is obviously different from the previous act. One of the things also that they want to know is how are you going to use this water? Is there efficient and beneficial use of the water? So are you going to use um, technological methods to make sure that you're not wasting water and that water is used properly And um, to save water? How are you storing the water? You have to talk about the socio- socioeconomic impact of the water if it was authorized. You know? So how does that socially um, benefit your community whether it's your farm workers or the community around you and these are the things that you have to think about in your motivation um, to get new water rights you don't have to get upset there is a way around it um you can always call me and I am very happy to help because this is one of the things I deal with on a daily basis another thing that you have to keep in mind is that there's different types of um, applications or water use licenses you have to get a water use license for example if you want to store water if you want to build a dam you need a water use license if you want to just take the water from the source the river or the dam you need a water use license if you want to do um, an activity that that would change the course of a dam or or, and it's a stream flow reduction um, activity you would have to have a water use license. So there's about 11 uses that you find in that, that is recognized in the act as things that require an application for a water use license. Water use licenses take up to 300 days. But if you remember, um, at the State of the Nation address, uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa did say that he would like to see it being five months for agriculture um, to get their water use licenses and not the 300 days as prescribed whether that works in practicality as well that's something else that we can discuss another time but that is what the president said and that is how long it's supposed to take five months and not 300 days but the 300 days hasn't changed the department still has it under under 300 days that it takes from the time of your application to the time that they they answer you is 300 days so one has to keep in mind of that and also sort of plan ahead because of that Another thing I want to talk to you about, obviously, is the sale of water. That's Section 25 that talks about transferring water temporarily um, for the same purpose in another piece of property uh, um, for for use of somebody else. Now this is allowed, but like the court said, you cannot sell it. So if you have extra water on your land and you're not using it, you can't say to neighbor um farmer next door that hey you can use some of my water but you have to pay me that is completely illegal nobody needs to buy water from anybody because it doesn't belong to you so you can't sell something that doesn't belong to you and neither can you buy something that doesn't belong to somebody else it is illegal and it's not right which brings me to another point about the same thing about selling water is that in your sale agreements when you when you have a sale agreement and you're trying to sell your farm you can't put in a clause in there that says you know the farm is worth two million but i'm going to add another million rands on top of that because it has water rights you cannot sell your water rights the minute you're not using your water rights you've basically surrendered them back into the government for them to give to whoever they choose who will come and apply for the water rights so that's something to look out for in sale agreements that there's no no selling there's no flaws that can include water rights the only thing you can do is to transfer those water rights to the new owner of the farm if you already have water rights if you don't have water rights that new buyer of the the farm must go and apply for the water rights that is on that farm and and carry on with business. So that's something really important that you have to think about. And like I said, I've written a few articles on this. You can find it on the AgriCell website um, if you want to read more about it and get a little bit of understanding of what I mean in terms of selling of your land and property and also generally selling water between each other like we used to do in the past. I really, really advise against it. Now, there's another concept called uh, existing law for use. and what that means is that if you had water rights, let's say in 1994, those water rights obviously fall under an old act that was not that was in play before this act came into play in 1998. That means that you qualify for something called an existing law for use. Which means that you don't have to apply under this new act for new water rights. You can continue with the water rights you had from the previous act. All you have to do is register that ELU, that existing lawful use, with the department and you can continue. Anybody that doesn't have water rights at the time that this this act came into play and specifically two years before it came into play. So from nineteen ninety six, if you didn't have water rights, you have to apply under this new act and no other no other previous act so i've got good news for you i actually hosted a a webinar this week um on water and all you had to do was sign in and then you see me um and my face and i'm telling you all about water and i'm going deep into detail about what's going on with water giving you examples and it was also an opportunity so for my farmer clients to give me questions and to to ask me specific things in the act for them to understand as it relates to their business water is very difficult because it's not something you can talk about generally it's something that is different per business, and every one of you will have a different situation in terms of your water problem or what you want to understand about water rights. So I'm really encouraging you to join me on the 12th of August. I'm having another webinar. All you have to do is log in um, and you will see me and I will tell you all about it and I'll get into a lot of detail. You can send your questions ahead of time or on the day, you can type your questions in the webinar and I'll be able to, to answer you. It starts at 9 o'clock on the 12th of August, and it will end at 11 o'clock in the morning. And that is your opportunity for us to get deeper into this topic of the National Water Act of 1998. How do you do that? You go to info at Katika Consult, which is K-A-T-I-K-A-Consult, C-O-N-S-U-L-T dot C-O-D-Z-A, You send us your your information that you're interested for the webinar, the water webinar, and we will send you all the details that you need, including the topics that will be covered, and so you can you can join us on the 12th of August. I really want to see you. I'd like to meet you, and I want to talk more about water. It's info at Katika Consult. K A T I K A C O N S U L T register be there there is no limit on how many people can join us and like i said it's the 12th of august nine o'clock in the morning until 11 and we are going to to sort out all these water issues and what is going on in the country in order for you to make the right decisions about your business i can't wait give me feedback on facebook on instagram the legal buddha macy and we will respond Okay, until next time, it's your legal Buddha Macy. Bye.